Fuck you, Dante. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off The Mats Podcast. This episode is going to be a little bit different because you've all heard me promote the Clompton Social Club on here at the end of every episode. You may not have heard it because you probably don't stick around that long. If you stick around past 15 minutes, bravo to you. But at the end, I always do my shout outs and I always mention Clompton Social Club. With this episode, I'm actually going to interview as a guest one of the hosts from the Columbia Social Club. And no, I'm not going to fucking interview myself. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> you got to do like a slight change in your voice. <laughs> um, my guest for this episode is going to be Thor Bentley. That's his Instagram. The names. Let's go. But I know Miss Stevie. Uh, Steve and I have been doing Columbia for what? 30 weeks. 30, 30, 30, 30 31. Today, this week oh, would yeah. be 31. So 31 weeks, 31 episodes. At least it's easy to know. Yeah, true. It, it's easier for us to know ours than off the mats because sometimes I just do like a bunch in a week. And it's like, because what should have been the one year anniversary would have been 52. Well, I think it was like episode 65 or 67 or some bullshit. I don't fucking know. But anyhow, my guest today is going to be. Steve from the Clompton Social Club. What's up, Steve? How you doing, dude? Great. Don't be bashful, motherfucker. <laughs> no, I'm not used to being interviewed. Usually, I get asked a question. Dude, um, it, it's not even like a real interview. It's just, it's just me talking to you. Because ultimately, I want I want you to brag about this fucking show. I need to know more. I, I'm going to pretend like I'm not on there. So, what is Clompton? Because so I do get that question Clompton, a lot. I mean. The name stands out, but yeah, probably people are like, what the hell is Colompton? Um, the best way to say what Colompton is, as a joke, was when you're from the hood part of the suburbs, that's Colompton. Um, basically, though, it was us growing up in Columbia and Compton, California, straight out of Compton. Uh, I heard the name through someone else, but I ran with it. And it originally was the name of our basketball team. We were Columpton Mafia at one point, and we had some Nike jerseys made, and the name kind of stuck out to people. And you know, we like to say we're from Columpton. I got a hand job because of the name once. Damn. See. <laughs> <laughs> so why some people might be like, "Well, that get that name stupid." Nah. Not if you get it, your hand job. Yeah. I mean, that made it official. <laughs> it's, hand jobs are insulting because this chick thought she could do it better than me. Wrong. But the fact is, she liked our jerseys. So I was like, all right. Word. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, we've, we're we going to have gear eventually, and there has been a little interest, and yeah, we'll have it eventually. And hey. We got off the mats now, though. It's off the so mats. You don't want to wait. It's holiday season. Yeah, it's on. Get get on it. Like I mean, I ain't doing no specials or sales, but go go to uh, bjjwiki.net. Get yeah, yourself you a get, your, uh, get your off of that shirt. Family so. members, your grandmother, she might need a hoodie. I know. You don't know grandma might be out there robbing fools. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna mess with a grandma wearing an off the mat shirt. 
Probably not. I wouldn't. Like, nope. I don't, know what the, I don't know what the fuck she know at that point. She might stab me in the face. But, but yeah. Um, so, with doing the podcast, like, tell me a bit about the show. Just kind of a breakdown. If you it will. kind of evolved the idea with the Columpton. I think, well, we originally tried a different name. And if you don't know what Colompton Social Clubs, you surely didn't know what Adios Pantalones was about. <laughs> so I think one day we talked about changing the name. You suggested something with Colompton. Then I came up with the social club part. And basically, because the idea was always to be like a happy hour, just talking. It'd be like if you're sitting at a bar with your friends, what would you talk about? Um, we do try to have some brief segments. It kind of just gets the flow going otherwise we could ramble on about one thing we could we've been uh, we could do it four hours we've done it before dude we've had some of our deeper conversations in between like just pausing to go to the bathroom yeah unfortunately i think we've learned to be better but we often have our best stuff talking about what we're going to talk about and then we start talking about it and we're like oh yeah we should record it (laughs) yeah yeah it, it has gotten to a point now when you come in here I've got something on my mind. It's like, I don't want to talk about it. Just just sit down put the earphones on. So, what, so, again, happy hour theme. We would talk about sports if we were just at the bar together. We would talk about, you know, we end up talking about silly things quite often. Movies, entertainment, music. Uh, we try to have a jackass of the week segment when we can. It's just a jokingly calling out someone for being silly, goofy, Um and then we rate beers, uh, which has been pretty cool in that we probably didn't have the greatest of knowledge. Not that we have any knowledge now, but um, we've tried at least 90 beers. <laughs> yeah, at the very least. So 90. I've actually, you know, I went to a Christmas party recently and was like, you know, the types of beers. I'm like, oh, I know what to expect now. Like, I know what a Belgian beer is. I know... <laughs> Um, but yeah, so when we rate three beers every time, we need to come up with a name of the three beer, like something like the triple threat. I don't know. Mm. Um, something, but yeah, it's non beer connoisseurs rating beers, which I think people would we're, probably we're, less people that are beer connoisseurs. That we're like everyday know. people yeah. rating beers. And that I think that that carries though. And it's been a great way to segment into our next topic. True. So, um, I mean, I think another, you know, part of it though too, as you mentioned, the rating the beers and reviewing the beers. Most of our followers on Instagram now are breweries of some sort, or or some sort of alcohol connoisseur. So, what turned into, well, what started as just two friends talking shit turned into something where people are like, oh, like I, I think I sent you the text. Uh, somebody was like. Dude, like, you know, they're praising our beer selection. I was like, well, it's not me. Yeah, actually, yeah, I, I, uh, some friends, you know, that listen and stuff, they will, you know, every once in a while I'll be like, you know, I tried that beer. You're right. That was a good one. Um, and I, I explain our scoring system. It's not too scientific, and it evolved to be where we, I think we rate them much better than we originally started because we had nothing to compare things to. Um, but you know, we do take into account some silly things. Um, I don't think they're silly. 
the alcohol percentage is a... That's not silly. I was talking to someone the other day. It's like, I think the number one thing we look at is one the alcohol percentage. So, I mean, if it's quite low, you're already starting a little back from... <laughs> you're already behind <laughs> your eight handicap. ball. Yeah. Um, that we did a 18.6 or 18 point... It's yeah. weird as that beer actually, depending on where you find it, it's either 18.3 or 18.6. So maybe there's some kind of variation in the batch. Um, a, a variant, if you a will. A variant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and that's the thing, though, too. It's like for actual beer connoisseurs, they're looking at all these other shits. I'm looking at what well, this oh, getting yeah, fucked up. Like, they can name what they're tasting. What's funny is sometimes I read it, and they're naming things that actually aren't actually what the beer company is saying is flavored in it. So I'm like, I mean... So can I just drink a beer and just make up some things? I taste uh, Italian sausage. <laughs> well, it's like also are they super like you know like the super tasters yeah. where and like then they do like the smell like I think they rate like the aroma the smell I mean smell is important but not that important for beer to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's almost kind of one of those things because there have been some beers that I've smelled. I'm like I don't want none of that. But once I had that sip, I was like, oh, oh, oh. I was yeah, wrong. And, I, and I've, you know, now that we've done so many, I've noticed we definitely have a type we've tend to like more. The hazy IPAs, which are a little bit more juicy flavored IPAs and, and strong at the same time. Or New England style is also that way. Mm. And then I've noticed you tend to actually like some of the Belgian and German beers that I think taste like they have spice in them. I, I love Germany's work, and, uh, if you catch me. I've liked the Irish Reds a little bit more than you. You've not liked Of those. course you do. <laughs> um, well, it's weird because when I was younger, I used to. And then I think just as I'm older now, it's like it's heavier on my stomach. My palate's a little different. I'm like, eh, I could do without. I'm not going to ever turn one down. But if you're like, hey, would you buy this? Probably not. But... But, you know, one of, like, the, the hazy joints, yeah, more than likely. It's like, I, when I go into the liquor store now, since doing Compton, everything's different when I'm in a liquor store now. Like, I'm looking at beers, I'm, like, eyeing them down. I used to just be, walk straight over, all right, let me get some butt, like, platinum, because they're, like, a light beer, but, like, it's 6%, so it's going to get me where I need to be, and, and it's not going to be too heavy on me. Or, you know, go to the, you know, over-reliable Miller Lite or some shit like that. And now I'm, like, actually looking at, you know, well, I, I used to get um, Flying Dog, Raging Bitch, pretty frequently. Yeah, the Flying Dogs are definitely, I think, all near the top for us. Yeah, man. It's not because of home field advantage or nothing. <laughs> they are actually delicious. So, um, with, with uh, doing the beers... And, you know, just kind of rating them. Is there potential to do other alcohol besides just beer? Yeah, I think we should. We should even um, maybe try a few, like, not necessarily a full full mixed drink, but like a, I don't know, some kind of cocktail type thing. Um, I think we could definitely rate tequila would be a fun one to do because we did that tequila flight before. Um, um, I think one night, like, 
I think we should have a Saturday. I say Saturday because I ain't got to work the next day. We just, do we, we got any fucking bartender friends? I think I, well, I do have a friend who likes to also explain it, but he's a big scotch guy. And he'll be able to kind of explain it. I think he would do the podcast too. Like that would be interesting. Cause Make it scotch happen. is like, you know, the higher money stuff. And it has like more craft work into it. Cause I think they like, I don't know, burn some wood. And I is don't it going to get me fucked up? That for sure. All right. <clears throat> I don't have the palate for it. Like to me, they taste kind of similar. Mm-hmm. I, I got a yeah. little, <laughs> this tastes like uh burnt wood. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking it's like, look, like if we if we got any friends that are bartenders, just like, what are you doing? You are you off this night? Come through this night, mix us three drinks, and we're gonna rate them. They, like instead of doing beer that night, three mixed drinks, and just fucking have a blast with it. And obviously there'll be a guest talking shit, but I think that'd be cool. Uh, with your other segments for the show, like Jackass of the Week. Yeah, that that's always a fun one. I, I actually mentioned that to someone, and they're like, "Wow, really? You have a jackass of the week?" I was like, "I mean, most weeks." Yeah, usually there's. I mean, some weeks it's tough to pick one. Um, we would even discuss like we have someone in mind, but eh, I shouldn't talk about that. So yeah, some things are a little <laughs> too out there. I mean, the sports ones are fun though. Yeah. Um, I think LeBron's made it a few times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, LeBron, Bell, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is definitely a repeat. <laughs> I mean, it may as well be, you know, he's in the Hall of Fame for jackasses at this point. The Aaron Rodgers Award. <laughs> uh, so when you do the show, like what prep do you do? Like I know with the beers. The beer's my main prep only because – you know, I do at least want a few notes. Just one, what type of beer it is, and the alcohol percentage we need. That's crucial. <laughs> if, if you don't give me an alcohol percentage, I'm not giving you a and, score. And there is some beers that, you know, I do a little research of just helping me to describe it because I don't want that to be what I'm describing. But if I know ahead of time like what to look for, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. There's been times I've told you what it's supposed to taste like, and I'm like, I'm not getting this at all. Um, yeah that's the bulk of the research um i'll do most of the nfl stuff to be honest is off the top of our head Um, well i think you started off initially like at least the first two weeks it seemed like you had some it it was more so just notes because sometimes especially drinking names will (laughs) slip my mind like i'll know exactly who i'm talking about but i can't you know think of their name for a second just to keep the flow going. But, yeah, I mean, NFL, it, it's crazy us doing this, you know, talking about just how much you realize the NFL is truly a week-to-week league of, like, complete things completely change over a short period of time. Well, I was thinking about that earlier today, um, watching highlights, and I was like, there's been at least three, it definitely two. I think three different people, like running backs or or more so running backs, are like, this is the best running back in the league. And then they disappear. And someone else emerges like, this is the best running back in the league. And then they start to trend off. And then it's like, okay, no, this is the best running. So, yeah, the NFL is 
for sure week to week. And one reason that's why I think it's the most popular sport now is just one is one game is so meaningful. Well, especially as you start getting closer to the playoffs, it, it definitely, you know, it, 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 every every inch counts at that point. Every other American sport, really, the regular season, I man, you could lose ten games in a row. You're still all right if you get it no. together. <laughs> NFL, you lose ten games in a row in well You're Detroit. So you have... <laughs> fuck you. What's fucked up is I knew you were about to say that too. Yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna get a fucking top ten draft pick, but instead you attack me. Okay. I remember that. <clears throat> I cut your audio. Um, <laughs> so yeah, with the NFL, uh, well, sports period. Yeah, we just try to do main sports. So we do. We will talk about some fighting when there's main UFC fights and boxing. I mean, yeah. again, we only have so much time. We can't. It's not a sports podcast, so we do touch on main sports. I like how you said. It. I think you said. How did you describe it? I don't know. I don't know. You said something about sport. Like, it was like main, not mainstream, but seasonal. Oh, sport. okay. Did I say that? I don't, dude, I don't know what the fuck I say. Because it's funny. We won't touch baseball. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mentioned the Braves one because I'm a Braves fan. Yeah, we didn't even know, though. Both I, of us I knew. The season's over? What? <laughs> I mean, I didn't know they were in the playoffs, but I knew they won the World <laughs> Series when the time came. Uh, I mean. Basketball, we will talk about once it's playoff time. Because basketball yeah. is amazing in the playoffs, but. Yeah, I mean, they're just teams coasting through. Um, that Well, I mean, we started after March Madness, but I'm sure once that comes up, you know, important games, I don't give a fuck about I, I, don't, I don't. Do you do brackets for March Madness? I haven't the last few years. Like, I do, but I kind of, I, I close my eyes and, like, guess. Yeah, no, I le- legit like, guess. I usually pick Duke and Michigan State to do quite well because of the yeah. coaches and... Is Coach K, did he, is he gone? Or is I, this his last year? I think this is his last year. Well, you told me that. I didn't, I thought he was just going to coach until he died, like Joe Paterno. <laughs> but Coach K should go into NBA. That'd be interesting. That means coach the dream teams. Yeah. I mean, I think that's or probably why. Team, I think that's probably why, though. He's like, eh, I'm not going to do that. Like, these knuckleheads. Fuck those guys. Maybe. I don't know. Because, I mean, so many college coaches have jumped up and then got knocked back down. So yeah, I wonder what's – I always think about being a college coach. How? I'm, I guess it's maybe part of the appeal, but the recruiting part. you got to be so much more than just a coach. And I think your team, Harbaugh, I saw an interview this morning, and he was like – they're interviewing him, and then he's like, yeah, I know you got to go because you're off to go recruit. I'm like, yeah. he's a freaking going to the college playoffs, but he's got to go recruit right now. So I was thinking about that today because they revealed the playoffs, which I think is – we'll talk about that on Colompton. You guys will hear that tomorrow on tomorrow's episode If you want to know, you got to check out Colompton too. Yeah, bitches. But um, – but yeah, that they, they revealed the playoff brackets, and I've I've got some strong words about that shit. But I was looking at it, and I love Michigan. I mean, anyone that knows me knows that. I don't think Harbaugh is a good coach. I think he's a great recruiter, though. I just don't know. Like I think that Michigan and Georgia they match up well enough, but I think Georgia will out. The, the Michigan's going to get out coached. Harbaugh will be out coached that game. I want them to win. I'll be happy as shit if they won. 
I mean, I, I honestly, when they beat Ohio State, I was kind of done. I didn't need anything else. Then when they when they beat the dog shit out of Iowa, that was just fucking extra dessert for me. Them in the playoff, okay, cool. They if they don't win, I don't care. But if they do, cool. I'm gonna skeet, skeet, skeet all over the place. But um, I think Georgia. I think they match up well as a team. But I think Georgia's coach is a better coach. But I think Harbaugh is a better recruiter. So recruiting with college gets really weird because. You got like basketball, Patino, uh, uh, fucking who's the other one? Like both of them are like the, the one and done coaches where they get a kid, they play for one year, and then they go to the NBA. Um, John John Calipari, uh, yeah. both of them. I think they're both great even, recruiters. It's now even happening to Duke where they got the one yeah. and done. I mean, if you're good enough now, that's you're not gonna. Yeah, you can't risk playing more than one year if you're able to get to the NBA because just say you get hurt playing in college and you miss out on your because the NBA contract is just so freaking much money. It didn't seem to be a problem for Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan's a special guy. Mm, okay. Didn't hurt Shaq. He's a, he's an original island boy. <laughs> <laughs> God, dude. Are you going to mention those fucks every week? I mean. like This is, is this three in a row now? They are uh, up and nope. I, I mean, they're not. I think they're winning a Grammy. They're not. We're done with them. So, so yeah, for your sports, I mean, basically the seasonal sports you discuss. Uh, you know, like I said, specifically any big UFC, any boxing, NFL is heavy. NBA for the playoffs, more than likely the college basketball playoffs, and I'm going to talk about the college football playoff myself. In case you guys didn't know, I'm not only a listener, but I'm also the host. So there you go. Oh wait, or is it the other way around? I'm not just a host; I'm also a listener. Man, don't y'all fucking judge me. What was that commercial like? I'm not just the hair club for men. Yeah, what is it? It's, I'm it's not just a. I'm not. What is it? Like, not just the president. I'm also, I'm also a, a client. client. <laughs> See, but then, but then Biggie took that and put that um, in, in one of his raps. I was like, oh, okay, I know that line from Hair Club for Men, <laughs> but. But yeah, so yeah, with sports, you do the seasonal joints. As far as uh, what's up, you made as you a, said what? that, I just thought of what a shitty club to be in. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm in the hair club for men. <laughs> Dude, I always wonder about that. Whenever you see an actor, it's like the Colompton Social Club, or do you want to be in the hair club for men? Like one day you see an actor with like the receding hairline, then the next day they got like a fucking full head of hair is like Man, I was looking at James Brown hair you know James Brown the NFL guy yeah I, I think it's like Lego man hair like you could replace it with a whole another one his hairline I mean it, Stephen A. Smith got a wild hairline but look at James Brown today Stephen wild. A his his shit I saw a video recently of him like early on him starting off and was like oh man he did have an actual hairline <laughs> then it just started Oh, he's got it. It just keeps going. It, I don't know. It it does kind of create the illusion. And then there's LeBron. Yeah, LeBron does not give up. The LeBron should just shave his head along. What's weird is LeBron will probably look fine shaved. I think he's done it once. I remember a workout video. I think he had a shaved head. I did. It was like one of those silly videos where he was like dancing in his home gym or something. I, like, I can't even imagine him with a shaved not? head. Just shave it though. Like this whole. 
don't know what he's using. It looks like a spray or something because when as he sweats, it gets thinner. That yeah, that's that just sounds like poor maintenance, dude. You're <laughs> you're fucking right. millionaire. And it looks different at different times. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's not like he doesn't have the time. KD just he's letting it go. Like yeah, he doesn't care. But you gotta love he's that about him. Yeah. There was a rumor that his latest shoe, because it had like a, I think I mentioned this on console, but it has like little splotches of like random design. It was like someone said it was his hair, like hairline, and they're like, Kevin Durant would be the type that would be fine with that as an inside joke. And if so, that would be hilarious. <laughs> that, I mean, you got to appreciate shit like that. Motherfuckers just don't really give a fuck. And if they do give a fuck, they still kind of joke with it. You know, they're not like, oh, that hurts my feelings. You know, they're like, eh, fuck it. Like like when Madonna's nudes got leaked, you know, when she first started her career. And MTV tried to fucking grill her about it. And she goes, so what? <laughs> like, like, what are you going to do? Like, I was naked. Okay. You've never been naked before, bitch? <laughs> like, well, I've never taken naked pictures before. Okay. you never seen a naked woman before? Like, people are so dumb, yo. Like, like yeah, yeah, shout out to fucking Kevin Durant. Hey, I got my Spider-Man tickets, too. I'm going Thursday afternoon. I'm skipping work. I hope they hear this. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm checking out of work early. Actually, no, I'm not even going to work. I'm just I'm just going to hang out at home, probably watch the other Spider-Man movies, and I'm going to go to the theater around the corner and watch the new Spider-Man. The theater around the corner sounds shady. <laughs> <laughs> It's not as shady as when I tell people meet me behind a bowling alley if they want to fight, when really that's where my gym's located. So, like, literally my gym is behind a bowling alley. <laughs> well, I mean, come sign a waiver behind a bowling alley. It'll be fun. Uh, <clears throat> so, other things with Kalompton that that you guys, I say you guys, us, <laughs> um, that, you know, that you want to kind of highlight and boast about. Well, we definitely try to touch on some entertainment stuff, too. So, mostly movies. Um, we'll talk about music. I mean, I think the biggest appeal of Colompton would be when we're just talking about things as normal people would, probably, in happy hour. Like, maybe it's not the most PC thing. We try to not say really off-the-rails stuff anymore. Well, we've gotten much better but i think those type of conversations are the things people find more funny and we will say some things maybe others would be a a little shy to say we'll say it in a better way than we used to (laughs) well yeah i mean it's gotten to a point now where we've at least kind of it's like friends talking though that's the biggest thing and we have heard feedback of some people that do like our that podcast is they feel like they're in the room with us joking around. And... I mean, I, I think that's an important thing though about podcasts is I know when I listen to, you know, other friends podcasts, I like the fact that I feel like I'm there too. Like if they, if they're talking about something, I start like shouting out the answer as if, you know, like what the, you know, what the fuck, like they can hear me. And then really what happens is I take out my phone and I start texting like, uh, my one friend, he and his wife do a podcast. And when I listen to their show, I end up shooting him text immediately about whatever it may be. Um, just because, you know, again, you feel like you're there. I think that's an important thing with any podcast, really, especially when you have a format where it's two people conversing. 
versus, you know, I'm not crazy about like podcasts where there's just one person like dictating the whatever. No, although I did find a horror podcast where a guy does that. It's only 20 minutes long and it's actually quite enjoyable. So, yeah, I, I, I know some comedians that they'll do a lot of, well, there's a lot of comedians with like multiple, multiple podcasts. And yeah. a few that stand out in my mind when they do the solo one, it's just not the same as them conversing with someone. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like you going back and forth with someone is much, much better. Because then you almost sound a little bit crazy of just, you're almost talking to yourself. Like, almost like, I don't know, it's weird. You got to. It's like the crazy grandpa <laughs> sitting on the porch yelling yeah. at the kids. <laughs> yeah. It's know. almost like you're going to start answering your own questions. Like, you know, back in my day, I did this. Well, no, I think I remember this. And, um, so I've done two podcasts solo. It was the very first off the mats, like kind of a preview episode. It was 20 minutes long, just kind of giving a preview. And then the horror podcast. So, so you like horror. I did episode zero, as I call it. I think it was 10 minutes long. That's about the extent of it. Just kind of giving an intro. Otherwise, if you're going to give me anything more than 30 minutes, you got to be talking to someone. Yeah. I, well, I think, too, you can do a solo one if you have something specific that you're talking about. Yeah. Like, it'd probably be easier for your sh- the uh, the horror podcast over doing a Colompton episode by yourself or doing off the yeah. mats by yourself would be a little bit different. Than the whole, well, just you have a topic to come talk about. True. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Colompton's, you couldn't do it. Yeah, Colompton's <laughs> not meant for solo riding. So Colompton, you need people. So what do I think of this beer? <laughs> so no, you, you could get away with that, though, if you're just strictly doing. So, you know, I, I don't listen to other than the one horror one. But from what I understand with like Bill Burr, he does his I solo. And I, I would actually like to check it out just because I think he talks about sports on there. So I was like, you know what? His is his is okay. Yeah, so, it, I feel like it would be fine. It does sound sometimes it's like an old man on a rant, but he calls himself on the, out on it. Like, I, I'm just being an old I can see that. Um, but Theo Vaughn is really funny, but when he's his solo podcast sometimes, it's just really rambling sometimes. <laughs> I listened to him recently on Joe Rogan. I think I listened through all of it, I think. But there was a certain point where I was like, all right, Theo, chill. Chill, Theo. See, like, he chill. does a lot of group, like the fighter and the kid. Yeah. And he, he, I like him when he's, because he is funny, but his humor, like, needs someone. Because he, yeah. he does that humor of, like, you can't tell if he's joking or not. <laughs> like, he plays, like, this dumb country character, so, sort of. But he says something on, character. He says something on Joe Rogan. I think there's, like, this weird pause, and Joe's like, couldn't really tell if yeah, he was joking. He, he's so good at like, it was like uh, staying in this character. And he, I mean, he's great at improv too. Like, but he uh, needs that other person with him. He was great at road rules as well. I loved road yeah, rules. Yeah, so did I. I. I was a fan of road rules. I was a fan of. I think he was on like the second season of Road Rules. Was like, like that. I think the first three seasons of that uh, that was my favorite, and then after that, it just started getting goofy, and then it became the challenge. And now it's just that's all it is strictly called the challenge. It's on like Paramount or some shit. Every time I'm scrolling through to watch, what do I watch on Paramount? I don't know what I watch on Paramount, but I have it. 
and I see the challenge and I want to watch it, but I'm like, I feel like it's stupid. Now I'll see like people from like season five of Road Rules, like, yo, you're still doing this, son? <laughs> yo, I will career. fix up your resume if you need. Uh, it might be set for life on these challenges. True, true. That That is true. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know how I feel about, well, I, I mean, you know, I'm, I don't really do cameras and videos. Actually, I just got a message from uh, one of the, uh, uh, my shout outs at the end of the show, Armbar Attic, because they're updating their website. They had a, a write up for me. So go check that out over there, Armbar Attic. And they're asking about a picture. If I had a picture that I was okay with having up. And I was like, dude, I don't really do pictures. Like, it's very rare that you see me in front of a camera. We do great pictures when we've been drinking, though. Yeah, when we're fucking but we're, smashed. We're not, I mean, me, I'm like, I'm going to ruin the picture because smiling for a picture is so unnatural feeling to me. It's like, there's nothing making me smile, so it's just like, oh, it almost seems kind of psycho to be like. Like, if you make me <laughs> laugh and then you get the yeah. picture, genuine. Like, I, I noticed this with my daughter, though. When she takes pictures now, and she does these weird smiles, I'm like, you are a sociopath. <laughs> like, no, the other morning. So, um, you know, we're in bed. She comes into the room. She's just standing at the foot of our bed. And I had like a nail, an uh, emery board on the dresser. And she's got the emery board. She's just standing there like following her nails. And I look up. I was like, what are you doing? She was like, I'm just sharpening my nails. Sharpening them, huh? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with this kid? <sighs> okay, anyhow. So, yeah. But, yeah, so I will say with doing Kalompton, personally, I have a good time doing it. I don't feel stressed doing it. it. Like I said, it's just a couple friends sit down, talk. Let's just have a conversation. And then kind of wherever it goes, that's where it's going to go. Like, yeah, I there's not too much planning. Yeah. I, I think there's some weeks I know I come into it like, I don't think we got really much to talk about. And then we end up talking for two hours. It's like, oh. We do have a magic board. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking into digital, getting a digital board and and getting a little high tech. I'm not really because I know once I get it and set it up here, I'm not going to fucking use it. It's, it's too much multitasking. We need a fucking producer. Yeah. Well, one thing, well, I guess we're just going to talk ideas on off the mat. Yeah, fuck it. But it was like I gotta feel space. watching the documentary on uh, around not around the horn. What's this big show? Uh, PTI. PTI. The documentary that was really good. But one of the things they did was basically the producer notes of when to go to the next segment. They decided to put on the screen with the timer and how well that worked. And it's yeah. almost like with our beer rating, kind of gets us to the next segment. It's like it wouldn't be bad if we had that on board. That way we don't spend too much time on one thing and we're like we kind of know where we're at it's like so i was thinking about getting just a little timer here just put it on and go and god damn that was way louder than i was expecting that wasn't me by the way yeah i wasn't expecting that felt like i shit myself somehow Um, the sound i felt like i could taste it (laughs) your sound (laughs) um and this is when Kalompton invades off the mats. We've never done <laughs> we've never done that on Compton though. Just like the, no, I did it two weeks ago. No, it, yeah, it was r- wild. 
So I just know you made a sound similar to Kawhi Leonard's laugh, and that didn't get put on air. Mm. Just perfect yeah, timing, I guess. Still disappointed. <laughs> perfect timing for the fucking computer to shut off. Um, but yeah, I I think I have been thinking about just setting like a timer off to the side. The only thing is, I do like that. You know, when we go into topics and you know we let it kind of all pour out, it's like putting the timer on it. I think takes away some of the passion from certain topics. Yeah. But then there's some topics I do think need a timer because there have been some things I've had to cut out because it got too passionate where it was like, I'm like saying shit that is like, dude, I'm probably going to like piss off a lot of people. And I was like, we got to cut that whole segment. Yeah, we've done that. And then, I mean, again, it is a happy hour thing. So we so, are drinking. I was going to say, so yeah, we are drunk. There are times we, yeah, probably drink too much or um, – not even that, but I mean, just keep that in mind. Like, we're having fun. So, yeah, yeah we might sound a little <laughs> towards the end <laughs> times like, all right, these guys have had enough. Yeah, that's why we're ending it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get to the, you hear the point. It's like, all right, let's so uh, part of it. So we're being. Let's just wrap this up. Like, that's how it is. And you were hanging out with your friends at happy hour. Yeah. I mean, cheaper drinks, I think. Because, I mean, what this core is like, it didn't cost me anything. <laughs> At the bar would have cost me three fifty, or I'm sorry, three fifty. Depends where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. True. Oh, so eh, maybe that's where I call out. No, I mean, what was this mentioned real quick? So I went to an interesting bar the other night. Um, it's in Remington. I don't know if you've been in Remington. What the fuck is like that? Remington still up and coming area in Baltimore. No, it's not. Um, there's no sign. This is. I gotta take you there. There's a good and bad. Night. Okay. It's like a secret hideout. There's no sign anywhere on the outside. There's nothing indicating this is a bar. You just go in, and they're like, oh, it's very dark. It seemed, it's also decorated, I would say, the theme of the bar, because every bar is kind of a theme. 1920s. Um, I don't think that worked out for black people. <laughs> Well, it's so dark in there. Especially 1929. So, I think with their, their, uh, not gimmick, but their theme, is it's actually, they don't use cheap liquor. Like, Mm. so it's a little pricey, but no. Mm. So the drinks that they make, though, are very, one in particular, I'm watching him make, like, nine steps. I mean, it's like, you're taking this, you're taking this. Shaving some orange peel here, you cutting the fruit. I mean, it's very high quality. So I had a rum and coke. Do you remember I made you a rum and coke years ago at my house with that? White oh, with the roofies. Yeah. No, that that really strong white rum. Remember, it was so strong Vaguely. that it overpowered the drink. Vaguely. So were we going somewhere? Were we like going to a basketball game? When we you might made... have, yeah, because I mean that that white rum was that was too strong. But so I order rum and coke there, where I say it's like higher quality. They're actually using coke in a glass bottle, and I it had that taste of the white rum that we had, but it wasn't nearly as strong. Like it, but so it was like a, a very unique tasting rum and coke. My first halfway through it, I'm like, I don't know if I like this. And then it grows on you. It's like, oh, this is not like rail rum where it gives you a headache. Like it's a High quality rum. Um, so 
it feels like you're at a little uh, secret kind of hideaway place. It's interesting. Have you ever watched a uh, beer fest? Yeah, I believe so. Like they have like Olympics. Yeah, yeah, and they they had to find like the, like the little hidden uh, beer spot. That's what that's the only thing that's going through my mind right now. Yeah, it's very hidden. Like I'm like, uh, this is a place. There's nothing to indicate that that place is there. But it's pretty. I think it's called W C Harlan. All right, well, put that on the list of places we need to go. We still need to plan Philly. We got to make Philly happen. I mean, December's going to be really tough just because holiday. Um, I mean, January's not terrible. I think still playoff time. Eagles probably won't be in the playoffs, so that'll probably be a really good time to go because you don't really want to go to Philly when they're in the playoffs. <laughs> you don't really want to go to Philly to watch a game, period. So... They got those cheesesteaks. Yeah, but... Actually, I'm trying to think my best cheesesteak. I, I still love Lito's. They call it steak and cheese. So, I was thinking about this the other day. Because I had a, a cheesesteak or steak and cheese the other day from this little shop across the street at work. And it tastes fine. It really, to me, most of the steak and cheese around here taste fine. They all taste relatively the same. Yeah. Give or take. It's hard to mess up a steak and cheese or a cheese steak. But what the big, the big uh, indicator for me as to whether I'm going to like it or not is, a lot of places you're going to get an eight inch steak and cheese. If you have a, op, the option of a foot long though, you're already ahead on the cards. So it's like the alcohol percentage. Uh, exactly. Size, yeah, size, size matters. matters. Fucking right, Man, doggy. Fuck. <laughs> Six um, inch subs can be okay. I mean, in a pinch. <laughs> uh, but, but, like, not just that. Some places will overstuff the subs. That's the, that's the big winner there. So, Lido's, we usually have to order double meat. Which is fine. It's not hateful. But because it's an 8-inch sub and I have to order double meat, now it's a little messy. Versus the 12-inch, I order double meat. It's just right. Even when you go with just regular on the 12-inch sub, it's fine. But double meat on a 12-inch sub, it's a fucking party. And it just, it's a good time. So, Bowley's is where I tend to get that option. Now, there's this place around the corner called Caprice. Pretty good. They, they make their own bread. I was going to say, like, probably the most, one of the most important things of a sub has got to be the bread. Yeah. Because... I mean, for the most part, steak on taste the same. You could season it differently. Um, there is better quality than others, but overall, it's pretty similar tasting. The che- cheese is important. Um, I I used to like I like when places can toast the sub roll though. To so, me, that adds a little bit to it. So I have a sensitive mouth, so I like I don't mind it, but it, it's. I can't do it all the time. So if you toast the roll when it's closed, it'll be a little crispy on the outside, but soft in the middle. I so, like and that, so where I got my sub the other day, they do that I think because the outside was a little, little uh, crispy, and inside was soft. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a joke there. But it, I have a sensitive mouth, so that shit was ripping the shit out of the like the roof of my mouth and my cheeks and everything. There's so many fucking any windows there. But 
I also don't think I know how to like chew my food properly. So I don't really chew like I think you're supposed to like take like chew like twenty yeah. bites or some shit. Yeah. When it's like a sub I I do think about this and I'm like, why did I just eat it all in like one minute? Yeah. Like I just rip and go. <laughs> I don't chew. Like, and then you're disappointed when you're done. Like, damn, I wish I had more. So that's why whenever my wife's like, hey, do you want to get subs? I'm usually like, no, because I know the sadness that's going to come. It's going to be delicious, but I know I'm not going to be happy. So we'll get a pizza. Like we had Lito's tonight, uh, pizza. It was fine. It was, it was okay. I, I'm never disappointed with Lito's. I do get it, it, we do have it quite often. Like, we might have it two, three Fridays in a row. And it's like, all right, a little much. We got to switch it up. But, oh, and it's sometimes depending on how they, who makes the sauce. Because sometimes you get the chunks of the garlic in there, the big chunks. I'm not okay with that. Fucking chop your fucking garlic up a little bit more, Litos. Whoever's doing it in the morning. Don't don't even test me, son. I used to do the fucking morning prep, Stevie and I. <laughs> like, don't, don't fuck with us. We know. Don't make us come back there and teach you how to do it because we're not. <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm not going back to Lido's. That's at least, though, how you know something's not homemade, but not. Damn. We just had an avalanche. All right, so. A whole, Whoever joined us, welcome a, to the show. A whole bunch of fucking action figures just fell down. I saw who the culprit was. The fucking bitch-ass figure with the fucking bitch-ass arms. Fucking bitch-ass builder figure to watch her. Uh, we're going to put you on a brief break, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. Sorry about that. That, that Steve said he thought there was a ghost. There might have been the figures that fell over. There was no reason for them to have fallen over. So, I don't know. We have a guess. Oh, well. I mean, I, I went upstairs and said it to my wife. She was like, okay. Like, like she wasn't shocked at all. Mm-hmm. No, she, my wife is kind of weird. Though. She's Very on friendly. She's on some more like, oh, no. This house isn't haunted. I know that. Like, Girls, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sit your dumb ass down. All right, so um, <laughs> that'll be edited out. No, it's Maybe. not. I'm not editing shit of this episode. No, this shit has to go out like in the morning. I don't have time for edits, son. <laughs> like it just has to go. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and wrap up on that because we got ghosts and we also got to record Columpton. So we ain't got time to be sitting here talking to you hoes. So uh, Steve, thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. Uh, where can we find you on social media? Uh, yeah, Thor.Bentley, and we have TikTok, Colompton Social Club. We have Colompton Social Club on Instagram, which is both of us. And then you, uh, Facebook, contact, uh, Facebook Colompton Social Club. Oh, yeah. we do have YouTube. Um, sometimes, yeah, I mean, we're all new to this, so sometimes I forget no, the YouTube. No, I'm not. <laughs> but the, the YouTube actually gets um, some decent uh, traction. So YouTube, I'm extremely new to because I just, you know, I, I don't fuck with videos and shit unless it's like porns. So we do do a little game of the week uh, each time, and we got a lot of votes this week, which is nice to see. Our our uh, not fans, but our listeners. They might not be fans. They might just listen. Don't like us. <laughs> I mean, I guess they're going heavily into the Patriots side of Patriots versus Bills. Um, I'm going Patriots too. I want to go Patriots. I'm going Patriots. They've they've been. It's in Buffalo, so that's that's why I'm like, I don't know, but that's the that defense. It's been it's been I mean, holding they've down. Gotten stronger and stronger each week. It's, it's like, I think they've outscored their opponents like a hundred forty something to like thirty. 
over like yeah. six games. It's disrespectful. Yeah, that, huge game. First place for the division, and now it's first. Oh, Col- yeah. Patriots now are number one in the AFC. I believe they're number one seed. If they lose, they won't be. Um, big. Well, we'll talk about that on Columbton. Yeah. Uh, well, but yeah, well, what's your... Well, they know your handle, but... They know me, but... Shout you it know. out. <laughs> I, I got this. I got this. Um, I'm not the ender. <laughs> everybody else that's listened to this, thank you as always. Um, appreciate the hell out of you. Uh, you know, you got any questions, concerns, reach out to me. Authmats Podcast on Instagram, bjj.wiki on Instagram. Uh, you want to be a guest? Come on. Reach out to me. Get some hoodies. Yeah, get grandma some these, needs a hoodie. Get some of these sweatshirts, son. Like actually, I like I I ordered this and it came in pretty quick. It feels pretty good. I like it. I I like this. The uh, like I don't know. There's something about this. The black and the white. This like super deep. Like it's just crisp. I like it. So hoodies are my favorite thing to wear. Yeah, That's, same. I hate the cold, but the only good thing of when it turns to fall is like, all right, I can wear hoodies. Now. What's wild is I wear hoodies in the summer. Well, because where I work, AC is on. So I'm like, I'm like, why are you wearing a hoodie? Like, bitch, because I run cold. Why your mama fat? Damn. <laughs> Damn. Um, like I got to get out of here. <laughs> I got to stop. Damn. All right. Uh, so, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, y'all got any questions, reach out to me. Big shout out to Steve here with Clompton Social Club. And, again, shout out to the Social Club, period. Go check it out on Instagram, as Steve said. We got the podcast as well. It's available everywhere you can find a podcast. Each episode comes out on Tuesday. Uh, it's our Tuesday happy hour. But the episodes drop at 6 a.m. So if you're getting lit up at that time. You know, Instagram will have all of the beer reviews. So, yeah, I mean, if you're interested in trying different beers, you can kind of see what we've rated the highest. Um, not that we're experts, but probably the ones we've rated pretty low are probably pretty shitty. <laughs> I mean, most of the beers get a pretty decent score, but if it gets a yeah, fucking we've had four, a few real bad ones. <laughs> it's rough. But um, but yeah, big shout out to Compton Social Club. Shout out to Armbar Attic, Eric and Ali, a couple kids out of Denver, Colorado, with a you know excellent T-shirt line. Go check out the website Armbar Attic and go check them out on Instagram. They will be on Off the Mats very soon. I just spoke with them. They actually just texted me a moment ago, so. Uh, just go check them out. They're great kids. Uh, and Allie just won her uh, first competition at Blue Belt. So, you know, make some noise for her. God damn it. Yeah. Big shout outs. Um, also, shout out to Nerd Rage Radio, Bobby, Chris, and Joe. Thank you for all that you guys do. I know you're not listening, but, you know, I say it anyway. And as always, you guys keep listening. I want to keep making these shows. Thank you, everybody. Now let me see his song.